Hey, Corey, you ever wake up on a nice, brisk, cool October morning? There's frost on the ground and you go to the rugby field because it's a rugby day and it's an important game. And you put on that old ragged rugby jersey and your nipples, they get cold because that brisk wind is cutting in between that jersey and your skin. Or it's the middle of the summer, you're at a sevens tournament and that jersey isn't moving with your body and those nipples get chafed. Corey, what do you do about this? Yeah, you know what? There is something you can do about that because yeah. nobody likes chafed nipples and nobody likes freezing nipples. So if you're an athlete, you know there's no better feeling than putting a fresh jersey on on game day. And what if I told you, Bones, that there was a company out there who did completely custom jersey and logo design for a price that all rugby clubs can afford? Well, look no further, Bones, because we at the Rugby Warrior Podcast are proud to announce our partnership with Union Athletic, an athletic wear company that was founded with some basic principles, passion, pride, and tradition. Union Athletic, custom athletic wear for every sport and fitness endeavor, and they also protect your nipples. Get yours today. What is going on, Rugby Warriors, and welcome to Episode 70 of the Rugby Warrior Podcast. That's right, Episode 7-0. We made it, baby. On today's episode, Bones and I sit down to talk about how you can take advantage of the voluntary time off that we're all taking because of COVID-19, and why gratitude for the canceled seasons may be the best thing for you. Point if you get the score, which you won't. Bonus point <laughs> if you can name the team the highest scoring match in rugby history. Yeah, so I have no idea. And and I'll put the national stage. There probably have been club teams that have destroyed. I mean, other teams. I gotta say, like New Zealand. I'm give thinking me a range. New Zealand. Okay. Yeah, you got that. Bonus point. Look, give me a range. What do you think the range is? Uh, like a, a, let's do a, a ten point spread. I'm thinking. I don't know highest rugby score ever between yeah. one ten and one twenty. Hmm. Close. It's one forty five. Wow. Who yeah, did they? One forty-five. New Zealand beat. They guess. beat <laughs> the USA. No, <laughs> they beat oh, Japan. Yeah, yeah Japan was, was not very good. Nineteen for a little while there. They have yeah. gotten a lot better. Um, so let's see, nineteen ninety-five. Yep. I think their rugby team was pretty new. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was okay. Yeah, it was one forty-five. That's 17. crazy. Go ahead. That's. I'm pretty sure their team was still pretty new at that point. So. Yeah, ninety-five okay. for sure. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Good mm-hmm. trivia. All right. Uh, second one. Who was who? Okay. How am I going to ask this? Did you know? Do you know? what started the trend of national anthems being played mm. before sporting That's events? That's a great question. Uh, let's see. 
Was it New Zealand doing the haka? So like, yeah, I can see it's yeah, it is. And you know, I, we kind of walked our way into that answer because it's is that like related. did did that set a precedent for everybody else? Dude, it did. It's a pretty cool story. So uh, the first time any national anthem was sung prior to any sports game, it was a rugby game. And it happened in 1905 when Wales did it, when they played New Zealand. So Wales was the first to sing their mm. actual national anthem. But the trend began when New Zealand, the only reason Wales did it was because New England, uh, sorry, New Zealand, <laughs> New England, New Zealand uh, was doing their haka, yeah. the war dance. So right. they did it in response. They played yeah, their national sure. anthem, and it, it spiraled from there. That was back in Man, 1905. That's crazy. I would have never guessed that rugby would have started the whole like national anthem before a sporting event thing. But it makes sense because yeah. the haka is intimidating, and so the other team wants to have something to <laughs> like some sort of mm-hmm. ammunition to fight back. <laughs> yeah. And it's usually not no. rugby skills in which their ammunition yeah. comes from, not against yeah, New Zealand. No. Yeah. Cool. I like that. Yeah. Good job. You scored one point. I was going to say, I got oh, a bonus points. point. So you did. What do I win? We'll put that. Uh, here, we're going to, I'm going to write that <laughs> score down here and uh, we'll put that right awesome. on the fridge. I get it. We'll put that score Will right. You take on me the an fridge. ice cream the next time we see each other. Oh, maybe, 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 maybe. You know, Bones. I had some thinking time. You're a Thanks. good boy. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> I had some. Yep. I had some thinking what were you time. Thinking about? And there is a uh, poem about rugby that I read a few years ago. And it's really stuck with me. And so I want to share that right now. And I I don't know if you've heard it. I hope you haven't. Okay. When the battle scars have faded and truth becomes a lie and the weekend smell of liniment could almost make you cry. When the last rucks well behind you and the man that ran now walks, it doesn't matter who you are. The mirror sometimes talks. Have a good hard look, son. The melon's not that great. The schnoz takes a sharp turn sideways. It used to be dead straight. You're an advertisement for arthritis. You're a thoroughbred gone lame. Then you ask yourself the question, why the hell you played the game? Was there logic in the head knocks, in the corks and in the cuts? Did common sense get pushed aside? By manliness and guts, do you sometimes sit and wonder why would your t- <laughs> why your time would often pass in a tangled mess of bodies with your head up someone's ass, <laughs> with a thumb hooked up your nostril, scratching gently on your brain, and an overgrown Neanderthal rejoicing in your pain? Mate, I like this. You must recall the jersey that was shredded into rags. The soothing sting of dental and up on back engraved with tags. It's almost worth admitting, though, with some degree of shame, that your degree that your wife was right in asking why the hell you played the game. Why you'd always rock home legless like a cow on roller skates after drinking at the clubhouse with your low down fucking mates. 
and you'd wake up, check your wallet, not a single solitary coin. Drink bitters by the bucket and throw an ice pack on your groin. Copping Sunday morning sermons about boozers being losers while you limped like Quasimodo with half a thousand bruises. Yes, an urge to hug the porcelain and curse Tetley's name would always pose the question, why the hell you played the game? And yet with every wound reopened, as you grimly reminisce it, comes the most compelling feeling yet. God, you bloody miss it. From the first time that you laced a boot and tightened every stud, that virus known as rugby has been living in your blood. When you dreamt it, when you played it, all the rest took second fiddle. Now you're standing on the sideline, but your heart's still in the middle. And no matter where you travel, you can take it as expected. There will always be a breed of people hopelessly infected. There's a teammate. If there's a teammate, then you'll find him like a gravitating force and a common understanding and a beer or three, of course. As you stand there telling lies like it was yesterday, old friend, you'll know that if you had the chance, you would do it all again. You see, that's the thing with rugby. It will always be the same. And that, I guarantee, is why the hell you played the game. <laughs> that really went on and on. But man, that was wonderful. I, I, I kind of got lost for a second. There. It, um, in a good way, like in yeah. lost in like real good thoughts it's and memories. Very like so. It's British, and I didn't understand a lot of the words when I first read it. Like, what is liniment? Liniment is like, um, just ointment that you rub on yourself when you're sore. You know what I mean? Like yeah, ben, it's Bengay, ben Gay. British Bengay, and you know Tetley's is a tea brand, so bitters is mm. some sort of beer, all that fun stuff. So. Mm -hmm. I first read that and it just, I think it speaks to all of us. You know, we all have a common reason that we play rugby and whether we have a common reason or not, we all have the common thing, which is we all play rugby. And even if we're not teammates, you know, you're always going to find a group of friends, no matter where you go. If you're a rugby player and you find another rugby player, chances are, you guys are going to get along and mm. with COVID and quarantine and a lot of people's senior, you know, senior seasons, club seasons, all these, whatever getting derailed. And some of these people, you know, might be looking at retirement. Like it could have been like their last season. You know what I mean? Like they're going through their last hurrah. And if the season gets canceled because of COVID Man, what a shame that is, because just like in this poem, like there's going to come a day where you don't play anymore and all you're going to want to do is play, you know, and that's that's something that's weighed on my mind since, you know, since March when quarantine started and rugby spring season was canceled and fall season is probably going to be canceled. And I think that it's extremely hard on so many of us for all the same reasons a lot of us use it as our way to you know cope with life and make friends and all that stuff so 
it was just interesting reading that again. And every time I read it, I think I have a little bit different perspective on it because I've read it at different phases throughout my career. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Just thought I would share that with you. You can't help but draw stark contrast from the words used at, towards the end of the poem to mm-hmm. the real life um, when they're um, describing rugby yeah. as a virus and they all always find somebody yep. infected. It's, uh, it's, it's almost humorous in a way, but I, I mean, COVID is canceled or COVID has canceled uh, college rugby in the Mac and the big 10 and the big 10, all fall sports are done. The Mac, all fall sports are done. Mm-hmm. So the rugby's out as well as all our sports as far as men's and women's clubs team uh that's usa rugby their guidelines have said it depends on your region so if your region is at a certain phase if at phase four i think they can play with limited contact and practice phase five is like everything's back you know like it was last year which mm-hmm. no one's there yet and if you're anywhere below that and you're not playing so it's all regional right. regionally based so it's it's just going to depend where you live and there's so many sides to this issue and it's unfortunate, mostly unfortunate that it's been so politicized, but there is a side that says people should be able to play. They should be able to make Mm -hmm. their own decisions. And there's another side that says, well, there's way more important things than Mm -hmm. playing rugby right now. Yes. It might be their senior season, but it's such that that's such a minority of people. It's like, it's minuscule to even consider rugby players a rugby season it's even more minuscule to consider someone's an individual player's final season. Um, But going further than that, if it truly was your senior season, you can't really control when your senior season lies, especially if you're a high schooler, if you're a college player, maybe you can get eligibility. If you really want to play your last season to come back. But um, it really, a lot of that is, is out of your control. So, what I, how I would approach this is control mm-hmm. what you can control. And if you're not a senior, then even if you are, there's always a next step in rugby. There's men's club. There's, um, there's elite clubs. There's somewhere yep. else you can play, but control what you can control. So if you approach this with, I can't play mm-hmm. rugby this fall, then I think that's, that's not the right way to approach it. Approach it with, I don't get to play rugby this fall. I get to do mm-hmm. this thing instead. Use it as an opportunity. Because the minute you say, I can't play rugby this fall, then I think you're on a fast track to blame yeah. that on others. And that's a form of whining. And whining isn't going to get you anywhere closer to playing rugby. And Because the fact is that most of us well, won't be this fall. It, the fact is, if you're blaming somebody else for you know whatever the circumstance, you're just blame shifting. You're not really dealing with whatever the issue is. And so... That being said, am I happy that fall season at this point is probably not going to happen? Absolutely not. I'm very unhappy about it. It's super cool. Like New Zealand is playing rugby right now. I think that's awesome. Man, what a what a treat that is for them. And the fact that we're looking at in America probably not being able to do that, it really kills me. But at the same time, I love what you said because that's I've had to I've shifted that as well. I let's see. So it's been, I don't know, 14, 15 years of continuous playing rugby every season. You know what I mean? With a couple months in between seasons where you've got enough time to like get some good training in, 
And that's pretty much it. So now, 15 years in, guess what? I've got some nagging injuries that I've never dealt with and just played through. So now I have the opportunity to not be pressured into like, I have to be ready to play in a month and I can now take care of some of these things that have sort of gotten to the point where it's potentially going to affect my future health. You know what I mean? Like past rugby career health. So Mm -hmm. I've chosen to look at it like that, even though obviously would much rather be playing rugby. (laughs) Yeah. If the temptation is there, if rugby is there, no matter what the injuries are, the rugby player is going to play rugby. That's the culture. It doesn't matter. Literally quite literally rub some dirt on it and get back out there. I mean, we played with dozens and dozens of teammates and ourselves included at times where we can't lift our shoulder above our Mm -hmm. fucking eye level. But we go into scrums you yep. know, for 80 minutes and week after yeah. week like that, we take, we tape up our heads to keep our ears yep. close to your body. And this is just yeah. the way it is. So there's not huge focus on health or on um, mobility or keeping your body in the right shape. It's just right back at it. And I think the biggest eye opener for me was a couple of years ago, downstate, I joined a men's team and they're really, really high. Not really, really. They're very, very good men's team gone to the national championship division two. Um, their division three team was pretty good as well, but their division two team there, they go all fall. They play eight to 10 games mm-hmm. in the fall. They turn around the springtime is playoffs. So they get a couple uh, months break pretty much mid November to probably March when they pick up in playoffs and then playoffs go for a few weeks. National championship game is in late spring and then they have summer off. And they go right back at it yep. at the end of August for their fall season. So the the year that they went to the national championship, they played until yep. April or May, and they were back at it in August. And that happened so fast that summer, those summer months. Because before I knew it, it was August. I'm like, holy shit, those guys just played in the national mm-hmm. championship game. <laughs> like, how do you keep doing that year after year after year? So if your if your season is canceled, it could be the best thing for you, especially if you have been like you who played nonstop year after year after year. And you know what injuries Mm -hmm. you have to watch out for on the field for yourself. You know, like I have to tape up my ankles because they're pieces (laughs) of shit. (laughs) I have to wear shoulder pads. Yep. I'm wearing shoulder pads this season. Uh, You know, this is finally the time where you can take a deep breath. It's out of your control. You, there's no pressure to play because we are probably not playing. So, yeah, control what you can control. Now you can take mm-hmm. on a different challenge of rest, of fitness, of dialing in nutrition, uh, and bettering yourself yeah. off the field. It's going to be crazy when we can get back on the field because I feel like there's going to be there's going to be like two different. Oh man, there's going to be two different athletes that re-enter on the rugby oh, field. Yeah. There is going to be like someone who's completely transformed into a whole new uh-huh. beast. And then there's going to be the person that was a wing and is now playing prop. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Yep. I don't know what the For in sure. between is going to be, but I, I feel like there's going to be two like very defined. This person really took advantage of the lack of rugby time. 
And this person took advantage of the alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Like, who right, are you yeah. again? <laughs> I played wing for you last season. <laughs> Dude, I remember. So going through college, you kind of get fortunate to play uh, the same teams year after year after year. And if you are any college player ever, you have a rival team and you kind of have the player who's maybe your year, your age, who you go up against. So for you, it might be like the prop yeah, you went up yep. against Western or like the, for me, it was the scrum half against Western. I kept tabs on him year after year after year. And this dude just from the first year we played him, I just somehow, I don't know why I just remembered him up until I think he was done a little bit before me, but he got, he put on <laughs> so much weight and like, dude, this guy straight up went from uh, scrum half yep. into the pack. Yep. And I'm like, what are yeah. you doing in here? Dude. So, I mean, yeah, I had a friend changes. that started, um, he started at prop. Uh, and then as the years went on, he worked his way back into inside center, which like a prop that loses a bunch of weight and becomes faster and more explosive. They're sort of a perfect fit at inside center, right? Cause they're already, most of them are already mm. hard runners as it is. Take off 40, 50, 60 pounds and add in explosiveness to that. Man, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. It's scary. It's fucking scary, too, if you're on the other side, and it's fun to watch oh, yeah. if you're on their side. Man, to get them on a run, yeah, against one-on-one with the other inside. But, yeah, that's fucking cool. So you're totally right, though. I wanted to hit on that, too, is that because now is the time to get that shit straight and or keep it moving. If you're already yeah. training, keep training. And if you aren't in the gym already, then now is a perfect time because that competitive edge isn't mm-hmm. going to be there, isn't going to be satisfied on the field. So find it somewhere else. That was a perfect yeah. time to better yourself. And some players are literally just going to simply sit the season out and probably complain that they can't play all fall, blame others. And that doesn't need to be you. And that's not a good place to be as a rugby player or just as a person. And, you know, I think if you want to be, successful whether it's in the spring or next fall but if you want to be successful college club high school then take advantage of these challenges right now in the downtimes because if it's going off that book we read i read um the mindset by carol dweck that challenges are good things and success is rarely a reflection of ability success is a reflection of the Mm -hmm. hard work that you put in and if you believe that you are capable of growing your abilities rather than staying stagnant with them and just being a quote natural, right? Cause that goes away really quick. It starts to Mm -hmm. fade in college and at the, at the next level, men's women's club, it goes even faster. Yep. And it, that natural ability. Crazy too. Like even if you had the natural ability, like you said, uh, if you stop training, or stop doing like the the rugby specific training that you should be doing, like sprinting. Uh, I'm thinking like especially sprinting. Then that curve to get back to where you need to be or where you want to be is so hard. Especially like the and as we know, the older that you get, the more challenging it becomes. You know, you're not you're not 22 anymore, and you can't go out and get hammered and then perform well the next day or, you know, not or recover from an injury in like two days. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. The, the cost of neglecting your health as you get older 
it just grows the more you know the more the more old you become something far worse <laughs> has happened to you but yeah man that shit mm-hmm. compounds it's that one percent better or one percent worse yep. every day so 14 you've been playing you've been playing rugby 14 15 seasons yep. whatever it might be one percent better every year or one percent worse every year athletically speaking because if you the more you play rugby you're going to get better a yeah. better skill set but can you perform that skill set for 80 minutes at a right. high, higher level being efficient on the field that is where fitness comes in so if you get one percent better at your fitness every year one percent worse that shit compounds that's interest so the every day that you put in and the gym and field training sprints agility work that's a deposit in the bank for future you to take out on the field every day that you just kind of avoid that or put it off and say, I'll start next week or tomorrow or whatever that's taking a deposit yeah. out of the bank right now for you to not be able to yeah. use on the field later. I we're talking about all this training stuff, man. Do you know anyone who does like super sick on field, like, you know, rugby field training, weightlifting training, programming, That'd be awesome if there was someone like in the rugby world that really was devoted to that. Do you know anyone who does that? I wish, I wish there was. Um, can we Google it? Yeah, let me look here. Let me Google it. Use the Google machine. Let's see. So I just Googled rugby specific training and I found this one called Sisu training systems. And, uh, hmm. I'm on their Facebook page right now. Sisu. Yeah. Like, like scissors, 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 yeah. timber. <laughs> yeah. So Sisu, Sisu, Sisu yeah, training Sisu. systems. Yeah. That is our, that is well, this is a fun thing right now. So Sisu Training Systems, that's uh, the company that I, uh, I run. And obviously Rugby Warrior Podcast and Sisu Training Systems are, are very closely yeah. connected yeah. at the heart. Um, so yeah, that's what, that's what I do. I, I, I program for rugby athletes. And I don't want to use sport specific because I don't believe anything is really sport specific. But is it extremely relevant training to the rugby athlete and what they need, which is a very baseline level, general physical preparedness cu- coupled with explosive Man, your training, training is, would, is literally beneficial to pretty much anyone who just wants to be better at doing the things. And that I've, I've had a bunch of people ask me on Instagram and on Facebook and whatever about what training program that I've been doing because – uh, I've been posting videos and like uh, whatever, and they all ask me and I tell them and none of them have gotten into it yet. And you know who you are and I know you listen. So reach out to Mr. Bones <laughs> here on the old Instagram or the old Facebook and get yourself a training program that's actually going to work. And it's not a bunch of bullshit. You know, one of my <laughs> favorite training slogans, Bones. Uh, if you ain't first, that's you're a last. great one. Shake and bake is also a great one. And but I'm too drunk <laughs> to taste this chicken, as the late great Colonel Sanders once said. 
I'm too drunk to taste this chicken. Uh, no, I like the slogan. It's make that jersey fit. So this is extremely <laughs> relevant for any forwards will understand this struggle, especially props, mm. because when you put on a jersey and it's like a sausage casing, you're like, man, I wish I would have run a little bit extra in the off season or something. <laughs> but <laughs> what cool thing is, uh, we even have solutions for uniforms as well. And I recently have acquired a couple of this company's jerseys. Union Athletic, run by a couple of my old teammates in Colorado Springs. They're great dudes, and they make a quality product. Even the big dudes' jerseys look good. My color is not white. I have a white jersey, but I still look pretty good in it. They're a really, really good-looking jersey. I'm excited to get mine in. I'm going to pick it up this weekend. But, yeah, they look they look mm. real quality, real nice. I'm just going to wear it Yeah, around. they do full team sets for really actually, like, very reasonable prices because I know this because as a former president of CMU rugby, <laughs> I got us three sets of jerseys. I know how much they cost. I also know the mm. low levels of quality <laughs> that, that you mm. can get even, even for oh, yeah. higher, like more expensive sets. So they do shorts, jerseys, socks, hoodies, joggers. I mean, you name it, pretty much everything. Reach out to them on their website, unionathletic.com, or their Instagram. And they, like I said, both of them are great dudes, good-looking guys. One's got red hair, mm -hmm. but that's all right. And, yeah. Strong. They're oh, strong. Oh, God, looking. they're real strong. So I think when I get my jersey, I'm going to put it on right away. I th yep. Uh, that's all. That's what I did. That's that's what I, I did that. Yeah. Took everything else off. <laughs> Just – Take yeah, everything you else literally off. are just going to be wearing a jersey. No pants. I, I'm pretty sure that's their slogan. You and athletic. Take everything <laughs> else off. Yeah. The jersey's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah. They're great yeah. jerseys. Um, yeah, man. That's that's awesome. And, you know, that goes the other way, too, with Ooh, bats. Oh, yeah. So, the flip side. <laughs> so forwards want to, like, you know, make that jersey fit like you Sasha's casing, but a back it's like, sometimes it's where like wearing a fucking sleeping bag, you know, I do know. And so <laughs> the, the other way fits. Oh, oh, that's a pun. The other way works as well. Backs need to fill make that Jersey mm -hmm. fit, get fucking bigger. I think a big motivation factor for me was the shorts. I always want to fill out those yeah. shorts with my fucking quads. Like I knew I was doing good ass training and I'm in better shape when my rugby shorts Man, started. I got to say smaller. right now, are you inside my head right now? Because yeah, down there, I I'm have infested. literally so many times thought that same thing. Like rugby players are a special breed, and this is men and women. Mm -hmm. They're a special breed mm -hmm. because how many other societies, cultures, sports, even were like, man, the tighter my shorts are on my thighs, the more successful <laughs> my off season was. <laughs> yeah, the better yeah. it is. Oh yeah, the better it looks, man, dude. You want to be the dude or the, the girl out there that fucking is wearing those shorts and the crowd is like, look holy at, fuck, that guy's got the God, yeah, trunks. look at those thighs. Dude. Because you notice that. That's the Jesus. first thing you notice. It's like some dude uh -huh. could have big biceps and have a big upper body, and that doesn't matter. They got the big old, mm -hmm. like like you said, tree trunks, and I call them the dude. quads built by the gods. Like, there you go. Uh -huh. 
Quadzilla, dude, it's it's extremely noticeable. And not only do you feel great, you look great, you're yeah. gonna play great, and it's gonna be intimidating for the other person yeah. across from you when you got those big thighs. So now's the time mm-hmm. to build them, and it's not hard. You just gotta do yeah. the hard work. It's I th- simple. Just I think this it. episode is cool because we're obviously talking a lot about like quarantine and how it's affecting rugby players and what we can do during quarantine to, you know, make the best out of a bad situation, basically, which is good. Mm-hmm. And I think that something else we need to highlight is the mental health aspect of this has been both really sad and really illuminating all at the same time because rugby players man rugby is such a release for us isn't it you know you mm-hmm. you get all those aggressive feelings out of the way you you just feel happier because you got that endorf that nice ooey gooey endorphin rush you know what i'm saying yeah <laughs> gooey. yeah um but with not, i i've noticed especially that i have found that my aggression levels j- tend to be higher when i don't get to play rugby and so finding ways to manage that with really what it boils down to for me is finding that sense of community and having that group of like-minded people. So like perfect example, that big quarantine ruggers group on Facebook, which is like, you know, 60,000 people now uh, there, there have been obviously some issues on there with people being too political and whatever, but for the most part, it's been a really great like community and supportive group for rugby players and mental health awareness because so many of us are struggling with the fact that there's no rugby regardless I get it there's a it's a yeah. national like a worldwide pandemic and I understand that it's tragic and whatever I mean look at the numbers look at the numbers Jonathan and <laughs> sorry Corey just we weren't going to politicize this, okay? But I think when it comes to podcasts, you need to read, read the manuals. What manuals? Okay. What read books? the books. What books? Okay. Listen. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. But no, yeah. and, and also, I mean, joking aside, that's part of it, though. You need that community to be able to joke with. And yeah, mm-hmm. even if it's videotaping yourself chugging a beer and posting it on a Facebook group, like, and that, that forms that sense of community. So, I think that it's important to highlight that we are that man, it's a struggle, mental health and people stay insane, especially athletes, because I think that it's sad to say, but non-athletes just don't get it. You know what I mean? They don't get, they don't get it. Like they don't get that release that you get from athletics in general. Mm. You know what I mean? Okay. But it's like, yeah. And every sport has its thing, but I would rugby is such a crazy, like worldwide community like you can go anywhere and make friends with the it's a worldwide yeah, virus and there's lots of people that are hopelessly infected and so feeling like you're a part of a community again i know for me has been cool and because it's a struggle I, without it honestly i think that's a fantastic point i the reason why i came to college was because i was super not solely because but a huge part was i want to play college rugby and i want to be a part of that and i had no idea what it was but that's the thing about community you don't join the community because you're looking for a community you join a rugby team because you want mm-hmm. to play rugby and that's what i joined i wanted to play rugby i want to be good i want to get bigger and better and i want to see where it takes me physically 
like throughout the Midwest. I want to go to different cities. And what I found when I joined was that community. I had no idea what, you know, the parties were. I had no idea that parties mm. were a thing. They, yeah, they had these rugby songs and, and all of these things. And that's similar to like a gym. You don't join a gym because it has a great community. You have no idea. You join a gym because you want to get fit. You want to yep. get healthier. And you find along that journey, the community within those metrics of getting healthier and fit. So that's great. And I think that page on Facebook has been by far more positive than anything else. And you could easily from the outside say, what's so positive about watching a bunch of people chug <laughs> beers? That seems pretty fucking <laughs> reckless. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And you don't get it because no one's doing reckless things. It's just what yeah. rugby is. Rugby is reckless. It's just what like, it is. Rug rugby is a yeah. reckless thing. But it's it's controlled. It's within those those uh, those metrics on the field. It's con controlled, it's beautiful absolutely violence. Controlled chaos. Yeah. And that's kind of how we run our lives in some aspects, at least when we have a good time. Yep. So, yeah. Absolutely. I, uh, I think that again, I talked about this a couple episodes ago and the gratitude piece of it. And it's, again, it's the same thing. Now I hope everybody feels this way too, that there may come, like we might be in a, worldwide pandemic where you don't get to play rugby for a, a year or two, or maybe some people never get to play again. And so being really present being really grateful about your time is <laughs> important because you never know when you're going to get hurt. You never know when you're going to have to retire. There's a, there's another saying kind of an older rugby saying it's, and it's specifically to the front row. It's get to know your front row. Because you never know when they'll get hurt or they're going to retire. And that's the same with everyone now, I think, is get to know your teammates and really just enjoy it. Because you never know when. And you know what? Speaking of that, I just had a thing come up. It's crazy. I'm going to drop this on you. This is a little heavy, but I'm going to drop it on you anyway. Oh, Jesus. I, what I, is we, it? I played a game with Colorado Springs. This was three years ago, I think in the spring, we played against the Queen City Rams, which is our biggest rival by far. The games were always like super hard hitting, you know, just we didn't like them on the field, off the field. They were cool. You know, it was that whole thing. But we played mm -hmm. the there was a guy on the other team and I can't remember his name. He's out there. He's a playing. He's playing wing, juking people out, scored a couple tries like he's obviously a great athlete. And an hour, like literally an hour after the match was over, he had massive heart failure and he died. And if that's not reason enough to like take this all and be grateful for it and understand that your time is limited in sport and in life, like I want to be used up at the end of my life and say like I did something and, you know, that's just an ultimate example of that. An hour after he's running around the field, juking people out, making people miss, he, he's gone, you know? And mm -hmm. that uh, that was mind-blowing. Mm -hmm. It was absolutely mind-blowing. That is a crazy mm -hmm. experience. And yet you truly never know. Yeah. So stop trying to control things. Make the most of it. Yep. Hmm. 
That's a great story. I mean, not a great story, but a really, really sad yeah. story. But great point, great message. Well, I think, I think through this, a lot of positivity can come. And I think that's what we want to illustrate is that just because we're not doing what we love and what we want doesn't mean this is forever. And I think that across the board is that what we need to realize too, is that this isn't forever. Everything going on right now, the coronavirus is not going to be around forever. Yep. All of the demonstrations and the political divisiveness is not going to be forever. The national anthem, which we mentioned at the beginning of the episodes, this has been so polarizing, is not going to be forever polarizing. Players are not always going mm-hmm. to kneel because they won't have to kneel because these issues are going to be hopefully talked about. And I think that's what we're going off topic now, I guess. What needs to happen more is asking why are these things happening? Okay, how can we fix them? Rather than complaining about who's right and who's wrong and feeding into those desires of being on one side or the other. So whether you are for playing in the fall, regardless of Corona, or you're supportive of whatever the decision makers, whatever their decisions are, it's not about being right or wrong because in the spring and the next fall, we're going to be fucking balling out. We're hopefully going to be playing and hopefully you've taken advantage of this downtime so you can be out there playing at your highest level like never before, like a caged dog that just got fucking loose. The first, First rugby weekend is going to be nuts. Intense, dude. That first practice, that first game, that first kickoff. Oh, yeah. I got goosebumps dude, just now. I, yep, absolutely. I already, just thinking about it right now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Goosebumps, yeah. man. Okay, well, I think I think this is a great place to end the episode. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate you being here tonight doing this thing. I appreciate you. <laughs> I appreciate you being here yeah. tonight with me. Yeah. Don't appreciate me. I appreciate me. you anyway. I appreciate <laughs> you. All right. Well, thank you for this interview, and uh, we'll be back next week on the Rugby Warrior Podcast. Forge on. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc